This stream slash video contains severe acts of violence, gore, sexual situations, nudity, and many D&D related moments of goofiness. Fear discretion is advised. I didn't mean to run the Baller's Gate thing. <laughs> that was okay. Oops. <laughs> My bad. That'll be funny for this for the uh for the video later and for uh for the podcast. But anyways, that's uh for anybody that doesn't know that uh that viewer warning is for Baldur's Gate three playthrough. Um so you know that's that's primarily for Twitch and YouTube, but either way, um Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Time to Rolls Camping One. This is episode 53. Um, a lot going on uh, today, so I apologize if you hear dogs barking or um, things going on. Um, computers upgraded, so everything should be working fine. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to really get into some cool D&D stuff. Anyways, uh, just same old announcements. Uh, we, we are... Doing a full playthrough of Baldur's Gate 3 over uh, here on the Twitch, the Time Girl Twitch channel, as well as Magic Martha's uh, Twitch channel. Um, exclamation mark magic should pull up his uh, his stream. So uh, if you want to go follow him and uh, if you want to drop a follow here, um, which I believe it does. There you go. Um, go follow him. Uh, he for the other side uh, or I guess point of view for our uh, Baldur's Gate playthrough. Uh, the Baldur's Gate playthrough is with me, Magic, Mousy, and King. So go check that out. Um, other than that, podcasts on every platform per usual. And uh, there's not really much to say about that anymore. I just figure I mention it every time. So I might as well continue mentioning it. Um, but other than that, let's hop right into it. Uh, we are missing uh, Bingo for now and Todd for now. Uh, Todd is just getting home from a long day at work. So he's relaxing and taking a shower and stuff he should be in and bingo is dehydrated apparently so he's kind of tired so but we have everybody else here so it should be fun all right let's just hop right into it i gotta really hope they're not doing stuff some stupid why does it always immediately go to this i need you to go to the right monitor thank you I don't know why it always resets itself, but. Hello, friends. Hello, Hello Dungeon Daddy. <laughs> Hello, Father. I have new Ring of Power dice to roll. Uh, Nat 1. Zane, what's your AC? <laughs> 20 you won't hit it anyway. No. I well, when these guys wait. Um, but anyways, a little bit of a recap and then we can hop right into it. Where's your camera, Zach? Where is my camera? That's a good I question. I can't play D&D without seeing my, my dungeon Hold on, yeah, that's... He's apparently on vacation. I guess so. Um, I don't know where that went. Hold on. Yeah, oh, i got to be properly oh. hard if I'm going to play. Stop wrong with me <laughs> there there's there there's there i am in all my glory there we go hold on hold me and... i just see your forehead yep let me let me shrink it down a little bit and there we go oh we don't want any shrinkage okay yeah no shrinkage. yeah we want full length no shrinkflation 
What is, what is the shrinkage? Bidenomics? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna leave. Never. Where? On a jet plane? That song used to make me cry. I don't know why as a kid. Do you know um, okay, a little bit of a recap, and then we'll get into it. After wandering your way through the Rania Trench, uh, stopping briefly in the uh, the barrier city of Anarik, um, all of you crawled through a subterranean area filled with demons and other uh, creatures, um, expertly avoiding certain combat along the way. Um, Sometimes with the help of Alan, as well as just the fair, fairly uh, well-used expertise, uh, like combined expertise of the group, um, being able to make your way through the subterranean area and uh, making your way through the forgotten city of Elar, um, eventually coming upon a devil that took a great interest in Zane, um, trying to kidnap him and take him back to the Hells. Um, with that avoided, you made a devil friend um, and went on your way uh, farther into the trench. After spending the night on a cliffside, uh, Weaver noticed a um, a rumbling in the sand at night that was large and tube-like. Um, eventually... Making your way, uh, only telling, only telling Mousy or not Mousy, well, Mousy, but uh, Elka, um, Rabbity, Rab Rabbity Girl, um, but tell, telling Elka about this and continuing traveling on, um, after after a few um mishaps on your Dune Bounders, Zane and Thaddeus were launched down into a pit, an oasis like pit in the middle of the desert, where you were immediately attacked by a group of sandworms, uh, these large purple worm-like creatures that caused some trouble for all of you, specifically Ori. Uh, and uh, after evading getting eaten a few times, um, you were eventually able to defeat the monsters. Uh, as you went to start a rest, arrows hailed down from the heavens, striking multiples of your crew. Everybody except for Zane and for Th and Thaddeus. Thaddeus because he was uh, invisible and Zane because well, Zane's lucky, I guess. Uh, I also rolled a nat one. <laughs> so, on you. So that didn't hit you. But, anyways, that's where we left off. You heard a voice echo out through the pit. Who are you? What do you want? What are you doing in our sanctuary? And that is where we left off. You look around, trying to scope in on any figures, looking where the voices came from. I'm going to need... Uh, we'll go with... Uh, I'll, I'll roll for v I'll roll for Vivra, but I'll need Zane. We'll go with Zane and Elka and Vivra on the uh, uh, perception checks. Good. That's one modifier. Uh, 
Seven, 18. Uh, Weaver rolled. What did he roll on the dice? So 16 plus. What is his? What is his boost to perception now? Um, plus nine, right? Yeah, plus nine. Um, Zane and uh, Elka. Unfortunately, you are working on getting a few the few arrows that are stuck in your shoulder. Me? And th- no, Elka. Uh, okay. As you're trying to look around, gritting your teeth, pulling arrows out. Um, it's hard for you to see the quickly approaching group in the shadows. However, Zane and Vivra. Uh, Weaver in his uh actually yeah just barely in his uh in his eagle form I forgot Weaver was an eagle right now um which is a plus four so yeah that works um you're just barely able to see silhouettes running along the walls uh and hu- and sticking to the shadows and, cr- and crawling up underneath uh the su- the subterranean area of this pit which doesn't go very far in. Um, and eventually you are able to see a familiar look or familiar. You, you've seen these type of people before. Um, and you see a group of probably eight or nine of them all approaching bows in hand. Some of them with staffs in hand. Uh, and what you see is roll 20. I need you to just cooperate for one goddamn second. Um, what you see is a group of gith approaching rapidly, uh, all riding what seem to be these lizard-like creatures. Uh, you've seen basilisks before, but nothing... They're not basilisks. These are, they're like these long, elongated, uh, four-legged lizard creatures. Um, and uh, one of them approaches you rapidly, Zane, on, on a on one of these lizard creatures and uh object and he he rides up long sharp pointy brown hair greenish yellow skin um he has uh he has like almost like a fu manchu going on right now um and he looks at you you've taken down one of the worms i see you're capable who are Indeed. you? My name is Zane Rona of Ebrax. Ebrax? Never heard of it. What are you doing in our lands? Not many. We're just passing through, really. And not many other creatures pass through here other than, well, the ones you just dealt with. Passing through? Well, yes. Are you uh, Clearly, you're unaware that you've stumbled upon one of our sanctuaries. Indeed. I do apologize for intruding. Well, unfortunately, once you know once you know the location of a, a gith sanctuary, those who are not of the gith heritage must die. To be fair, honestly, I don't think I could even find my way back here if I tried. Make a persuasion check. Twenty-one. <laughs> you all watch Ori just start. Oh, all this conversation is going on. Just ripping teeth. That roll strength check for me, Ori. Good. Good, make it necklace. 
Uh, okay. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? 20. Roll, a, roll a d6 for me. No problem. Just how many you can rip out before they start. Before. Oh, four? That ain't bad. You're able to rip out four teeth before you. Uh, uh, does a. Uh, I assume a 26 hit you? Yeah. A dart. No bigger than the length of your fingernail. Hits your hand um, and make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 27. 27. You're able to shirk off the poison that is now coursing through your veins. It doesn't affect you as, as, as uh, much as now, uh, revealing themselves from the shadows. Oh, I forgot to put them on the board. Damn, look at me go. Uh, approaching from the shadows is a... Where are you? Another gith soldier. Um, what seems like he has a blow dart in his, in his hand, and he just kind of grimaces at you. The current one that walks up to you, Zane. And he like puts up his hand and like flat flat hands it out and like almost like a halt position. Did I do something wrong? I'm inclined to believe that you in didn't intend to come here, but traditions are traditions. However, I suppose we could show you to the city. Uh, city? Yes. The city, well, we have different names for it, but it's most commonly known as Ron, the hidden city. Uh, oh. We, uh, we get tend to stay out, uh, at least our tribe does. Only going in when supplies absolutely dire. But we do have a cordial relationship with the citizens of that city. You've proven all of yourselves to be at least semi-acceptable warriors. And that's something that us Gith don't take lightly. Wait here. And you'll see him turn around on his lizard and run back and t seem to talk to a central figure. Um, she's riding on a much larger lizard-like creature, um, and hers is instead of being the standard like sand-like sand and sand brown and black coloration, hers is very vibrant. Uh, you see uh, colors of like teal and red on uh, on this lizard, and you see. Now that you look closer, all of you, you do see almost like a um, like a hood, like a like almost like a mane of like a frilled mane coming off of just the one that she has. And as he approaches, and he, you see him talking. Um, none of do any of you understand abyssal? 
Nope. No. Okay. Nope. You you hear similar speakings to that of uh, of the of the demons that you had once fought. Um. You'll you'll see him turn around. Our leader has stated that you are great. You will be granted free passage to Ron. However, we will not be guiding you. Your what are, weasels? We caught them just down the uh, down the desert, just a little bit away. Uh, we were gonna harvest them for food, but being them having saddles and realizing the commotion coming on, we've decided to be gracious enough to let you have them back. I appreciate you saving our weasel. You there, Minotaur Man. Uh, we're just going to turn around after slowly going for another tooth. Yeah. You may harvest your kill. However, the other two up top are ours in exchange for us letting you go. Uh... Can you roll a persuasion check yeah. for me? Uh, that's a 19 plus, what are their, ba what's this one's base perception? Oh, wow. Uh, it's a 30. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Plus 11 to persuasion. Um. We're just gonna, he'll, he'll shrug and say, uh, fine by me. You'll hear him just go, and, uh, blow a whistle, and... All of a sudden, you'll see all of their lizard-like creatures crawl up the side of the canyon and make their way up here. Um, Zane, you'll hear in your mind, We apologize for the use of force, but traditions are traditions. I'll just give a light nod. During all this, can I have to be kind of going around toward the side of the canyon where it's accessible? Uh, to get down? Yeah, like up it's, here in the northeast. It's the northeast, dude. It's, it's, that's, uh, well. Is that also a drop? I'll cut you. It is a, it is a <laughs> 90 degree drop, but it is down a sandbank. It is not a sheer rock cliff drop. So or, you could, or he holds out his arms. You could, you could, if you roll a high enough acrobatics check, then I would let you slide down the, the ninety degree vertical sandbank because you're you're deep. Fuck, I'm, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> All right, roll uh, roll an acrobatics check for me. Can uh, Ori assist with uh, like? Uh, yeah, could, like could Ori come over to that area and like? You wouldn't like sort of catch him if he like falls. You could prevent damage, but you can't give him advantage. Okay, yeah, that's fine. If that makes sense. Where's he at? He's over a... No, uh, top, no, top uh, right. Top right side. Yeah. Arya, you am see... I, am I doing acrobatics or... Acrobatics yeah. check, yeah. 21. Well, the DC is 25. 
for you to not take damage because it's okay. a it's a hundred it's a it's almost a hundred and fifty foot drop. Um, however, with Ori down there, you do take less damage. So instead of me rolling four d six, it's three d six. Okay. Um, you take oh. I rolled a two, I rolled a two, a two, a one, and a four. So you take seven points. Oh uh, no! Of bludgeoning damage. Are you really? No. Uh, I was gonna say I know you got I know you got fucking shot. So like, uh, Ori is now princess carrying you. The princess carry the cat. Yeah, Ori, you don't even notice the arrow sticking in your back. Hey Zach. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's up? Where is the server? Uh, the the new website. Or the new game posted in I couldn't find it in it's been roll 20 where it's always been no 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 didn't there's a there's a link you have to click that's that's Nate's game oh it's been at it's been at roll20.com forever and ever and ever and ever okay I thought we so. roll20.net sorry roll20.net alright God damn it, that's right. I gotta use the other one. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, uh... Or he's gonna... Or gonna harvest uh, this outer shell of the worm. Alright, Alan is going to realize the fact that all of you just got porcupined, except for a few of you. Um, and he is going to, yet again, cast a Mask Cure Wounds... At we'll go with how many spell slots does he have? Oh, you'll do it at seventh level. You'll do it at seventh level because all of you are fucked up. Huh. One in seven, that's rough. Um so everybody heals twenty-seven points. Amongst the living, yes. For now. Mm-hmm. Oh, gee. All of you heal twenty-seven points. <laughs> so, uh, Weaver will drop his. Uh, actually, will Weaver drop his wild shape form because? Yeah. I think at this point Weaver realizes that the tension is gone and he will drop his wild shape form and he will help you uh, Ori um, cut open the creature and start dissecting uh, in his, it uh, what's it what's his am I rolling survival or? yeah this is plus nine. Oh, at the same uh, just oh, I'll each roll. of you roll yeah each of you roll fine uh we roll advantage, or um, uh, you roll and he'll roll, just because it is it's such a large creature. Okay, he rolled a twenty-five. I also rolled a twenty-five. Yeah. So, uh, in about an hour, it takes about an hour for both of you skilled to cut oh cut away uh, the hard shelled uh, carapace of these of this creature. As you take the uh, the armor off, you realize that the armor disintegrates away as it leaves the flesh. 
Um, and uh, each time it disintegrates, you do notice a slight tinge of a headache coming on. Um, nothing, nothing severe, but it is just kind of like there. Um, after a while, you are able to dissect it, and you receive. Um, if you want to keep track of this, Nate, please do. Yeah. Um, you receive 150 pounds of sandworm meat. Um, you receive two, uh, two acid sacks from a sandworm. On top of the four teeth you've already taken... You're able to dissect all of them, which sandworms, which we'll just count real quick. Um, you just go ahead and do something like that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We'll just say like 12 on, uh, we'll just say you have uh, 24 sandworm teeth. 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 You went through all that and didn't find a single slice of cheese. <laughs> Alan will look at you and smile. Valera, there aren't, there isn't much cheese out here in the desert, but and he'll reach down into his bag of holding. I did bring some from home. And you know the drill. Alara's gonna go absolutely feral and start crawling up this man to grab that slice of cheese. Yeah, before before Alan can even like walk over and hand it to you, you're just like, uh, you're like, your hand, your mouth is around as it like trying to eat his entire hand. <laughs> uh, and he hands it. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot she was a, she's such a feisty one. And he'll uh, hand it over to you. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully pacifying the feral goblin. <laughs> oh. After some time, you are able to dissect this creature. Um, and uh, the bones are there if you want to take them. It is a large skeletal frame. Uh, as you look at it, it's very similar to the large snake-like skeletal frame that you saw in the middle of the desert uh, just a day ago. Uh, I'll leave it. Okay. So... After taking some time, uh, how are all of you going to crawl out of the uh, the pit? Because it's a 150 foot drop. I'm still up top. Yeah. I'm just gonna expect uh, Weaver to go back into Eagle and fly me out of here, since he's the reason I'm down here. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, he has one more. Yeah, he can do it. Yeah, so I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain in this beep right now because I have an idea. Okay. So I'm gonna have beep like pull out a notebook from the satchel. And he's gonna start like writing on it, and he's basically gonna say like, "What if we used an explosive spell or something like fireball on the on the well, side that's all sandy?" Didn't to try and place a bunch of rope that went all the way down, Zach? Uh, yeah, except it got cut down when he got shot. Yeah. Well, Zach, your camera is frozen. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be frozen? But basically, you're giving us kisses. Basically, Beep's idea would be to hit the side where it's sandy and have the sand kind of come in, 
so it's no longer a 90 degree maybe more like a, a so, navigable 45 or something all right i just want to i just want to make sure i'm getting this right after hearing out loud that this is a sanctuary of the gith you you intend to use a spell to destroy their sanctuary part of their sanctuary well, okay, okay. I want to. I want to be but, clear here because that okay, that will. Okay. Okay. What about this? Before I do that, can can we like look around and inspect and see if there's any ways out? I'm making a like uh, natural ways. Natural ways. I'm gonna say make a group investigation check. Uh, Alan has already turned into a giant eagle <laughs> because he's a he's a level twenty druid. He can just do it. Eighteen. I rolled a 15. 15. Natural 20 for Weebra. Let me, uh, let me see what Weebra's. Well, it's a critical success. It doesn't really matter. Just let me check. Investigation is 23. Okay. 18. 18. Okay. After some time looking around, the only viable way up is to either climb or, uh, the sandbank does have some resemblance. The the it's just a sand wall. It does have some resemblance of what could have been footholds of people climbing up it previously, but it is weathered and it is hard. They're hard to see. Um, so climbing it would be perilous. It could potentially result in a very long fall, and you don't have feather fall anymore. Um. What about the north side? Where can we see that far? The north side is a, is a is an overhanging cavern. Well, I see two pillars, or look, and then like sand. Yeah, the pillars are like these short. They're they're what look to be broken pillars. So just the base of them is there, and as you look underneath, they're only being held up by sand and rock. So, hence the. Uh, as you look, well, well, the map doesn't show everything because trying to get everything for trying to make a map show everything is hard. Um, you do see scattered pillars all around on the bottom, so you do see like deterioration over time. Um, what about the water? Like, I'll could, could I could I go right? into the water and investigate for a cave in the water that maybe we could go through? Yeah, go ahead. If you want to hop in and roll an investigation check, that is fine. Okay. If we if we looked around the outside for a cavern or it is everywhere you could see it is the under the underpass of this little sanctuary uh, is the farthest it goes in is maybe fifteen feet um, and it's just a circular like room that seems to be just this whole this whole circular room with a uh, oasis in the center of it. And how you, did the how did the guests get out? Uh, on their lizard people. Are on their lizard creatures. On their lizard people, we'll just each we just all just take Weaver out. Yeah, so we on have their lizard a... creatures. You have dune bounders that ran off that are currently up top side. Uh, uh what's up? Can I use my acrobatics and climb up? What was your question, Squirtle? Can answer. I use can I use plant? growth to grow a, a tree up to get him up what's the uh what's the range on that 100, 150 feet 
Yes. You could grow vines on the side of the yeah. range 150 feet, 100 foot radius. Some thick and overgrown or creature, uh, all, nor all normal plants in a uh, creature moving through the area must. Uh, so, yeah, you could cast plant growth on like the palm trees and it would grow rapidly to where you could where they could climb up that, but you'd still have to jump the gap. Because how plant growth works is that it uses already existing plants. It doesn't just sprout plants from the ground. Well, I could do that, and then when they get to the top, I could toss my heaping rope over to them, and then they could crawl, crawl across it. Okay. I mean, if you want to try that, that's certainly fine. There will be checks involved in that. A 10 investigation check. It is a it is about a 30-foot deep oasis pond. Um, you do feel current underwater currents, but nothing that you can see even with your dark vision that uh, shows any underwater caves. All right, then I'll just have I'll, I'll have beep come up then. Uh, Alan does a does a drive by and grabs Elka and uh, Alara with his talents. I'm gonna do shit. We'll send up a rope with them, and then they can tie it off. And he drops them drop off, it. flies, realizes he can't pick up Weaver, grabs Beep because Beep's the only one he uh, he he can uh, see that he knows he can pick up. Grabs Beep. <laughs> am I visible or am I? No, you're you're invisible. That's why he okay. he can grab you. He could technically grab you, but okay, I'm gonna take my cloak off. Hey. And Alan will will land and drop his form. Uh, I can't lift uh, all three of you. Um, can it, can, how many people have form? What now? Can, how many can? Wild trans, shape. Wild shape. Uh, and they. Weaver can. So if Weaver could get out. Uh, no problem. That Weaver will be like. This one can just transform and he will well can a couple of can they both carry with a strength check they the problem is the problem is ori if i'm being a hundred percent or he's just gonna start climbing <laughs> make an athletics check Watson could help with that too though uh weaver will also turn into a giant eagle and we'll uh combined uh the lift Alan will lift Zane up and drop Zane on the back of Weavra. Uh, Weavra's gonna have to make a strength check because it's it's not about um, it's not about total size. It's about overall weight of equipment. And Zane, you are heavy because you're an artificer. You're a big boy, and you're also fairly fairly large. Um, okay, that's a two. Uh, 32 on the... Oh, wow. So DC was 30. <laughs> For you to just muscle your way out of this cavern. Um, as they both... After uh, after Vuiba starts to try to, like, take off, he just can't get off the ground with you on him. Um, because he rolled a 2 on it for a strength check, and eagles have a plus 0 for their strength. So that stops. He... And he, like, kind of, like, shuffles you off, and both of them grab you by each arm. <laughs> and fly, and they're gonna attempt to fly in synchronicity 
to drag you out of the, of the cave. Uh, I'm gonna roll a strength check. A little bit of a faltering, and as uh, as you do fly up, Zane, with them with them carrying you, you see Ori just like otherworldly strength, like like completely vertical, ninety degree vertical, like back to the floor, crawling <laughs> up the uh, crawling up the cavern with a thirty-two athletics check, uh, and eventually you do make it up, Ori, with a thirty-two. It allows you to get up, but it does not prevent you from uh, getting a point of exhaustion. So. Okay. But all of you eventually land up. Uh, Weaver's going to stay in his form now that he... Yeah. But Alan's just going to drop it, because Alan can change into whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that worked because I was gonna say, oh, I should just try to reduce his size and make him small so that they can carry him away. <laughs> that would have worked. A little tiny, tiny little Zane, a baby. Yeah. So Zane, if you would have, uh, if you if you would have dropped your armored form, and he would have worked. But because of your armored form, your armored form does add weight two strength checks so um so vivra uh vivra will stay in his bird form and fly off and attempt to find the uh the dune vendors perception check he finds them because he's weaver eventually you do find all well um who are the who are the main riders of the Dune Bounders? I know Elka, Zane, Chester, um, me, Ori, Arya, and Beep. Is that right? That sounds right. Um, I need all of you to roll a d twenty for me. Ten. Hey. Okay. Well. Okay. A D twenty. Uh, no. So I, I need, I need uh, Zane, Elka, Beep. Zane, Elka, Beep, Ori, and Arya to all roll a D twenty. Eight, uh, thirteen. Wow! All of you roll. So the goal is to get as close to ten as possible <laughs> with this, uh, with that roll. Uh, so all of you danced around 10. One of you hit 10. Eventually, you see Vivra riding back with all the Dewbounders in tow. One of them looking a little bit scared, more scared than the others. That being uh, uh, Arya, your, your Dewbounder. Um, but eventually, you do find Vivra, Vivra making his way back. And Dewbounders in tow. Um, the... The gift that you were speaking to earlier will walk up to you, Zane, and he will, he will, uh, the city is about three days ride north, um, on your weasels. You 
probably make it there in two and a half days if you kept going. Um, don't camp on sand. Worms will get you. Good to know. Find rocks, tile that have been placed by f former gift settlements, rock or cliff sides, <laughs> anything to stay off the moving sands. About paper or scissors. That just gets shot with like 18 arrows. <laughs> <clears throat> so, all of you mount up on your dune bounders and eventually do make your way, starting to go north. Um, you just barely got through that. Uh, some really good rolls, or you would have had to fight a bunch of gith. Um, but successfully, you do make your way north. Uh, the remnants of one sandworm in hand. The day, the rest of the day is yours. It's about midday at this point. Um, I'm going to. Who would be leading the the group? I'll do it. Okay. Roll a uh, roll a survival check. That's the wrong music. Sorry, what did you say? 28. 28. Without issue, you are able to guide everyone through the desert. Sand blowing in to your eyes. And with the help of Weaver and his expertise in the, in the sand and in the wind... You're able to avoid a lot of the uh, harmful effects that the desert would have on a normal person. Um, but you do make your way, and eventually you do find a little rock outcropping um, that is big enough to put a few tents up, um, but you are in the dead center of the dunes. Um, is now... Unless anybody wanted to do anything to, during the day, during the ride, it is now nighttime. Uh, or he's going to make a tooth necklace. Okay, so spend a better part of your uh, of your uh, evening making a tooth necklace. Um, Elera wants you to, to make one for her, so you guys can match. Okay. You will make two then. It'll take you some time to make two, but you do eventually make those. Um, you set up camp. Uh, who's going to take first watch, second watch, third watch? Uh, I'll go, we'll take third watch. Okay. I'll take first. Okay. I'll take second. I'll be good. Uh, Alan will uh, also take first with you, Ori. I'll take second. Okay. And while I'm writing, I'm reading my manuscripts of natural poisons. Okay. Um, and I'm doing to see if I, there's anything that I can with that poison that we just picked up that I might be able to do. Actually, uh, Ori's going to hand Thaddeus the two acid sacks and say, uh, this seems like your kind of thing. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Thank you. Oh, yes, such a good friend. Would you like a sip from my jug? 
Oh, what's in it? Why? I believe this is wine. Make a, Does it look like wine? Make a uh, make an investigation. Well, are you trying to just glance at it or are you trying to actually look at it? He'll smell it. Make an investigation check. Uh, would that be perception? Wait, hold on. Because you're trying to dictate what it is, uh, normally... Okay, it's not any better. I just want to... Yeah. I'll, I'll do, I'll do an investigation. Investigation would be the rule. Yes. Three. Three. Smells a little weird, but it's probably wine. I'll take a sip. Tastes a little bit more bitter than most wine that you're used to, but... You know, it's a little earthy. Um little uh little hard to swallow. Um make a constitution saving throw. Uh, it's a little harder than most most alcohol but it's it's it does the trick something feels a little gargly though tastes uh, kind of weird from normal wide oh no it just comes out of the jug this way oh, I like it it tastes better if I don't drink it out of that that cup that she gave me. That has a tinny tinny taste to it. It's a nice gift. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know the intentions are good. As a friend, you give me this cup, and I should probably be using it. But sometimes I just like to, you know, drink from the tube. Um. Okay. Weaver kind of like hears this going on because his past perception is again hid. He kind of like looks over at you, Thaddeus. Can this one take a look? Certainly. He'll look at it. Kind of like. Take a sip if you like. I've been. This one is. This one doesn't like alcohol. I'm just making sure that all is okay. You'll smell it. Huh? This one's no uh, expert on alcohol. It does smell a little weird. Hmm. Don't drink too much. And he'll hand it back to you. He rolled a natural. Take... He, he rolled a natural one. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna take another sip. But yeah, right. I shouldn't drink too much. Take the Constitution saving throw. Oh. With disadvantage. Okay, disadvantage. Constitution. Six. All of you see Thaddeus like. Take one big swig out of his alchemy jug. 
and then he pauses. And then you see his eyes kind of widen. The jug fall out of his hand. And he falls flat backwards on his head and passes out. Thaddeus, you're currently unconscious. Not at zero hit points, but you're unconscious. Huh. Oh, you hear the thud echo through the camp. As his his elven cranium bounces off the rock. (laughs) Zane will just look over and respect. Told him. Told him he needs to be careful with that thing. Do you know what's... Do you know what this actually is? Because I don't think it's actually wide. I don't think you want to know. Weaver will say, this one thinks it's probably a really strong wine. What'd you say? Sorry, I cut you off. I'm not metagaming, but didn't somebody mark my jugs? Yes. They did. Um, as you look a little closer, be, well, that, that was part of the... Uh, I'm unresponsive. Yeah, yeah. That was part of the investigation check. Um, <laughs> which both people that have looked at the jugs have rolled less than a five. Uh, so. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> but the jug is now on the ground and it rolls helplessly on the rock. You see just like this little bit of a greenish like murky murky black liquid uh spilling out of the jug as it's tipped over uh all of you very all of you now can very plainly see a giant skull and crossbones painted on the side of the jug and giant giant red letters that says do not drink and zane you recognize this as your as as this is your handwriting i'm just gonna shrug he did this to himself all of you understand now that Thaddeus uh, has been drinking poison for the last four days. Are we just going to start digging a hole next to Thaddeus? <laughs> okay. You see it up well, in sand. <laughs> well, a little uh, past due for this, but might as well get started. Hell, it'll sit. Well, uh, do you need help? Or he's going to kick Thaddeus in the hole. Whoa! bring sad back in. Oh, hold on there, fella. Are you, what are you doing to our friend now? No, this is what came up. Old Minotaur trick. Uh, that is. Roll a survival check. Hole's not like he's not to get like a six foot hole. It's like a three foot. Just a regular old survival check for me. Uh-oh, having headphone problems. Alan will walk up to you as Todd's trying to figure out his headphones. Well, uh... Guess it's been good knowing him. Do you need help digging that hole, making it deeper? I think it's deep enough. All right. Give the uh, give the wildlife something to eat later. I think that's probably a good idea. Are you sure? He's... <laughs> right. Is Alan actually okay with this general insight? Yeah. 
Okay, I was gonna say, it doesn't sound like Alex. Uh, 19. A little half-cocked grin comes over Alan's face as he sings. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be good to keep him there. He's kind of noisy. He rolled in that one. <laughs> uh, at this point, he has a giant smile. Smile and says, uh, "I think we should probably get him up out of that hole. I, uh, he's probably right, right. he's probably not dead. He probably is just a little bit inebriated and needs a little bit of help." Uh, or he's just gonna like he's gonna dig a, a hole until he sees like a hand and he just go pull him out. Break a strike check. Twenty-four. Thaddeus, make a con check. Uh, advantage, disadvantage. Just a regular old constitution check. You are... Actually, no, you are unconscious. Roll with disadvantage. You are a limp noodle right now. Okay, 17. Your arm does not get ripped off as you get ripped, as the resistance, the weight of the sand pulls against your body as this giant, as your giant minotaur friend rips you out of the sand. Um, however, uh, you were under... How long... What is the, what is the formula for holding your breath in Dungeons & Dragons? I'm pretty sure it's uh, 1 plus your constitution modifier. How long can you hold? That's not how you spell hold, Zach. Is that minutes or seconds? That's uh, minutes. Um, oh, okay. It's one, pl- one, one plus your constitution modifier. I was right. So what's your constitution modifier, Thaddeus? My constitution modifier is two. Two? So you survive for three minutes. So as he's pulling you out, you are just running out of uh, uh, breathable oxygen. Uh, and uh, you're... Yeah. And you uh, don't immediately drop to zero hit points. Um, but, uh, or you are able to pull him out and uh, um, Alan will look at, at you, Thaddeus. I think it's best just to let him sleep that off. And uh, Alan will go to gra- help you grab him and bring him to the tent as he does that. He'll cast Lesser Restoration. On you, Thaddeus, and all of a sudden, all the you find yourself swimming. You find yourself uh, currently ha- living through your worst nightmares, reliving the vision of uh, of seeing Noetic with Torben. You you're reliving childhood memories of when your dad would scorn you for acting out of place. You're you relive every every worst memory that you could ever think of is being induced by this poison. And then eventually a nice, soft, warm blanket feeling comes washing over your body. The darkness that you were sleeping into has a ray of sunshine. And in, uh, in that sun that's shining over the meadow, you see, you see the very happy, grinning face of your furball companion, Alan, looking at you and just kind of like, just smiling at you and you wake up and you you wake up to the face of Alan about 
two feet from your face. Oh, looks like he's awake. All right. Good for you. Oh, my God. What the... Oh, the... Oh, Jesus. What was that dead hole for me? Well, I believe that's called sand, and uh, we are in a desert. Sand kind of gets everywhere. Well, I guess so. I mean, it's like... Even dad bubble bulls. Well, that's uh, kind of normal here. It's uh, also uh, have similar issues going on. Uh, and, and I dreamed that I was being buried. Alco's going to stroll was it a past dream? and be like, yeah, they buried you. Yeah, well, Ori thought you were dead. Yeah, well, no, I, I did it. Wait, you didn't? Why'd you bury him then? Why you buried me? You gave me dog. Gave me a drink that says "Don't drink" with a skull and crossbows on it. What can you read? And that upset me. It's not my fault you can't read. Hell, I couldn't read. I drank the same shit too. Looks like. Wow. Did we did we take Thaddeus to like his tent? At this point, yeah. Uh, or he's gonna take all the blankets from the tent. Okay. Make sure you're cold tonight. I don't know if I like this friendship anymore. You po you poisoned me. It what wasn't are you on about? purpose. What do you mean? You handed it to me, knowing what it was. Oh, do you think I knew what it was, really? If I drank it, well, you almost died, and then you buried me. Do you really think I will have given it to you? Did you, did you seriously not know what that was? Do you seriously think I did? Because I drank it. And other than that, I'm just stupid. Yeah, you're kind of an idiot. Or okay. make, make a perception check. Uh, 16. You hear a subtle ribbit. You look down, and Froggy is hopping along, and you see him walk, like, hop up to Thaddeus, look at look at him dead in the eyes. Thaddeus, this is a bit disturbing to you. Almost like you're looking into the abyss. And then the frog will walk up, land on your leg, and then you feel warmth trickling down your leg. Oh, for fuck's sake, is it paid? Oh, uh, you, got, you got pissed on. And then you it will hop up onto your chest and just look at you and go, ribbit. Why does everyone like to pee on Ori? Well, this is on Thaddeus. <laughs> this is on Thaddeus. Oh, oh, oh. Fine. I thought it was Ori. And it was just, it, Froggy will just stare at you. Ribbit. That, that frog has a water sport fetish. Oh my god, oh. stop. <laughs> get this frog away from me before it becomes Ribbit. dinner, Mister Pissass Frog. Alara, at this you point, you you notice that your fro you notice that Froggy is no longer next to you or on your head. Hello. What? Your goddamn 
Brolg just pissed on me. He just had to pee. Don't you Are pee? Are you swearing their child? Everyone pees, Thaddeus. Oh, it's natural. It. What? Froggy uh, will jump up a... on your head. Get him off me now. And you just no, start to hear... No, I don't hear... think I will. You just start to hear if a frog could snore. Froggy just falls asleep on your head. He's just a baby. Me. Okay, I'm gonna pee peeing. on. Next time I have to pee, I'm gonna pee right on your head, and I'm gonna say, "Oh, I'm just a baby." I'm gonna look him straight in his eyes and squint my eyes and go, "Do it, do it right now." Piss on my head. You're gonna pee on a child. <laughs> oh, weird. Where's my Where's my poison? I do need it now. Well, I'll, I well, I'll I... let you take that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take that back, Thaddeus. It's kind of weird. I'll pretend I never heard that. Mr. I think Froggy, it's... would you like a drink? At that point, Alan will walk up to Froggy. Come on, friend. I know. I know you. I know you just were trying to help. And Alan will go off and start petting Froggy on top of the head. I think Alara probably has like no like self-awareness of the fact that she probably looks like a filthy rat and smells anyways so she's just like fine if Thaddeus just pisses on her forehead look mm -hmm. <laughs> fair like, she, she doesn't know like she she just has a blank smile this yeah. is fine yeah exactly yeah. Alan will walk up and no one's gonna be pissing on anybody anymore and he will flip his hand and press the digitation all the piss off your leg Thaddeus Thank you, Alan, for the second time today, I believe. Yeah, don't mention it. All right. If just I don't just... don't drink any more of that poison. Yes, you you are correct with that. I don't know what happened. Well, I think it might be best, and you'll feel like a little bit of a gust of wind pick up next to the now alchemy jug that's on the ground, and uh, the gust of wind will will float the alchemy jug into Alan's hand. I uh, think it would be probably best if someone else keeps holds on to this until you until you understand that what you're, whatever you're going through, whatever per made you want to drink this. Uh, I didn't do on purpose. I just grabbed it. I have two of them. One's for wine and one's for poison. You'll look at you. Uh-huh. Alright. And he will, uh, he will... Fine, you carry it. He will... Put it, uh, you put it in his bag of holding and just look at you. I'll give it back to you tomorrow. We'll get some sleep. Well, I'm gonna need the poison from it for my supply, not for drinking. I'll give it back to you tomorrow morning. Get some sleep. I'm gonna roll over. Can I get a blanket, please? Or just gonna take one of the tent poles and walk away. You are now covered by a blanket, just a canvas one, as the tent falls down on top of you. Let's go through the tent pole like a javelin as far as he can. In <laughs> rain direction. Alan will look at you. You know, you can be petty sometimes. He gave me poison. Yeah, somebody, and I, w I would have healed you. Somebody pick a random number between the, one and a hundred. It's the, uh, it's the act, not the not the damage. Let's go 80. 72. 72. I was going to say 82. 69. 69. 
All right. What's the number? Corgan chose 77 in chat. 77? Okay. If I roll 77, I am going to attempt to kill. Oh, that was close. That was <laughs> real close. You would have failed. That was close. Um. All right. Well, he, he has to sleep. All right. At this point, the night wavers off. Uh, Alan, you see Alan wild shape into a little, a, a little, uh, a little bird, like a little blue bird, and start flying off into the desert towards the direction where you threw that pole, Ori. Um, after about an hour, Thaddeus, you do feel the lifting of your tent with the pole and Alan's hand. I don't know why I did that. That was just kind of rude. I understand you poisoned him by accident, but that, that was uncalled for. Like, you... Because you steal a... See if he can find a blanket, because if he finds out about it, he'll probably steal my clothes. Go throw a wool blanket at, at, at your chest. Go to sleep. All right. Thank you. Yep. And he'll walk over to you, Ori. Are you cooled off yet? I'm always cool. And he'll just look at you look with how like... Look cool this, net, net, this neck, necklace is. He'll just well, look the, at you with like the, the biggest necklace. bitch please look ever. I'm a, ve a very calm and collective person. Ori, I, I, I've, I, I've literally seen you kill someone for zero reason at all. I don't know if that's a cool comment. Calming collectively. Yes. I was very, I was in the right mind. Where are you now? Or right. most of the time. Uh, roll a perception check for, for, uh, for, this is now first watch going into it. Okay. That's not bad for Alan. This perception's pretty awful, I think. <laughs> it might actually be pretty good. No, his perception's good. Don't worry. What am I talking about? He's a druid. 18. 18. He rolled a 27. Is perception wisdom? Yeah. Okay. I need to get that shit up. I'm tired of this plus one. It's going to get me killed. Yeah. Well, not not it, not every build. You know, not every D&D &D build is good. Yeah, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. But the, the first rest goes off without any issue. Alan kind of looks at you. Hey, I just want you to know... But it'd probably be best if all of us just kind of got along the rest of this journey, all right? What? I was just, I was just busting his balls. I'm not like angry at him. Well, he, uh, I know the look of a man when he has bloodlust in his eyes, and he sure as shit had bloodlust in his eyes there for a moment. So may, maybe oh, he'll, be, he'll be fine. May, maybe like, rein it in a little bit. All right. I'm, I'm like Thaddeus' best friend. Insight check. Right. Ori, Ori generally thinks that. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair enough, actually. <laughs> right. You told me once. All right. Fair enough. Well, just, you know, pushing people's buttons is all fine and everything, but we're, when, we're, when you're in a location like this, it can be at a... Yeah, that's that's fair. I'll, I'll uh. It can be a bit hard to do. I'll, I'll apologize to him in the morning, just in case. Uh, you do that. 
Well, I think that's about time for me to go wake up someone else. Uh, I'm going to go to sleep. Who was taking second watch? Uh, Beep. I think it was Beep and Thaddeus. Yeah. Thaddeus, are you going, are you going to wake up for your second watch by the time with all the poison that's ran through your body? And That's a good question for the dungeon master. Uh, actually, Ori's going to try to wake Thaddeus up. Make him... Just slap him really hard. Like that, like not. How are, like, you, how are you? How are you gonna wake up Thaddeus? Out of curiosity. He'll just, he'll just shake him like shake a him. little bit. Uh, He's not gonna like get him or anything. Roll. Okay, this is gonna be a strength versus Constitution check. Uh, Ori, roll a straight strength check, and Thaddeus, roll a straight Constitution check. Not gonna be hard to beat for Ori. Uh, 19. 19. Uh, your thought process is you're only shaking him a little bit, but Thaddeus, it feels like he's just rocking you awake. Thaddeus, wake up. Thaddeus, everyone's dead. Wake up. We gotta go. But dead? Yes. Why'd you let that happen? Because I want it. I'm just fucking with you. No one, everyone's fine. Alright, is it my turn to take watch? Yeah. Alright, sleep with one eye open tonight. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, sorry for taking your tent pole. Alright, I'm sorry for possibly trying to kill you, which I didn't really try to do. I, it was a, I, you didn't even know it's fine. I'm sorry yeah, for well, saying uh, you're, you're a friend idiot. of mine. I can't believe yeah, I'm like your, you're like again. my, I'm like your best friend. So you're up there. Up, I am. I'm okay, up there on the top. My, you can be my best friend for the next week. Just don't try to bury me, please. I'll take it. Oh yeah, sorry about that too. I I I forgot about that. I don't know how. I'm going right. to bed. We're don't let us, even. Don't 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 make don't let us die in our sleep. That would be horrible. All right, I'll make sure to wake you up last if something comes. Oh, just kidding. You get the gentlest little nudge from Alan as he enters your tent to wake up. Beep will open his one uncovered eye and just go beep. Give a little thumbs up. Your turn, friend. And get up. Alan will lay down, and by the time you walk out to the fire, he's already snoring. But. Beep would be like an excellent alarm clock. <laughs> Okay. Oh <laughs> beep, just everyone's alarm clock. <laughs> Thaddeus, uh, beep. Roll a perception check. Twenty-eight. Perception. Probably perception. your perception was high. Yeah. Thaddeus, you're a little zoned out. Um. Not so much that you're not paying attention, but enough that it's. You kind of find yourself dozing, a little bit tired. It's been a long day. Um, but beep, you look out through the moonlit sands. You do notice, it's hard to tell, but you do notice a humanoid figure about 300-ish yards out 
Your dark vision only goes so far. But with a 28, the moon's has the moon has just enough light to where you think you see a humanoid, probably about Zane's height, six foot, six six to seven feet, probably closer to six feet tall, and you do notice horns on the top of its head. Kind of Can looks I like tell if they're coming this way? They're just kind of. Or if they're like going going anywhere else? With a twenty eight and with how dark it is, but the moon shining. You can't tell if they're walking or just standing still, but you do notice them. And you can't help but just watch as as they're there. And they just stay about 300 feet away from you for about a minute. And then when you blink your eyes once, just to kind of get a little bit of sand out of your eye, you go look back at the figure and it's gone. Well, given that it is a desert, would Beep think it's a mirage? Given the fact that you were able to see through a mirage just yesterday? Yeah. And the fact that you rolled such a high perception, you could tell it's definitely... It's either the lighting of the moon playing tricks on you with the, with the constant blowing of wind... And somehow just say, maybe it's a cactus out there that looks like a humanoid. And maybe you're just looking in the wrong place. But you can't help but feel that that was actually a humanoid. Okay. I'll have Beep write down in his notebook that he saw something and show, like tear out the paper and show it to Thaddeus. Okay. Thaddeus, you see, written on the paper... I saw a humanoid. Don't know what it is or even if it's real. But I didn't see it. Do you think we should wake everyone? Uh, I'll have Beep shake his head no. Given that he can't see the person anymore. Does he have night vision? Or am I aware if he has night vision? Beep's tabaxi. You're very aware that he has dark vision, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna point, have him point in the direction that I he was, and I'm just gonna kind of scan the skies. Do I see anything? Take a perception check again. A little bit worse. You do see small birds flying overhead, small nocturnal birds. Um, but humanoids? No, it's just rolling hills and rolling desert. Kind of hard to tell. I have an idea. Um, let's wake Alara and see if she can have her dragon fly out and take a look. Alara doesn't have a dragon. Or Aria. Aria. So Alara has a frog. Is the dragon even with us? Yeah. No. No. He uh. No. He kind of fucked off after you guys entered, uh, got to Ron, or not to Ron, but to uh, Anarik. I've been rolling for him. He's just kind of fucked off. Okay. Um, well, hint, hint. I can try to summon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake her up and basically say we think we saw something, but we could use an extra set of eyes. Huh? 
Beats sent, wrote a note that he thought he saw a human figure. I can't see anything, but my eyes are probably a little bit impacted from yesterday's activities. And so I'd like to get another set of eyes out here. And I don't know what your situation is with your little blue boy, a dragon, but it might be safer for all of us. Well, I guess I could try to summon him, but I don't know how well that's gonna go. Okay, how are you gonna try to summon him? Do you have a spell, or...? Uh, I thought I had Dragon Side also with her. Oh, yeah, you do have Dragon Side. Uh, let me just make sure. Because I remember Aiko was training her to do it. I'm going to mm -hmm. say yes, you do have Dragon Sight. Um, but it is it is limited to the distance normally. Uh, but for her, it is a little bit more limited. So if he's around, you could probably use Dragon Sense and try to figure out uh, where he's at. Alright, uh, what do I have to roll for again? Uh, it's beast, beast in what it was. I think. Yeah, it has to be within 200 feet away. Okay. That's worth Thank a shot. If you want to, you can do it. Um, whether or not he'll actually be around is up to the roll of the dice. Yeah, I don't have it on her sheet, so I'll have to do it off his. Okay. If it's not letting me. What do I have to roll again? Uh, I roll. So you use Dragon Sight. Um, yeah. And roll D100. Use Dragon Sight. And you connect. Your eyesight immediately shoots into the dilated vision of Aragon. And you see him currently looking down at your campsite from about 100 feet up on a dune. Looking down at you. Uh and just kind of staring at your general direction and realizing that you're looking through his eyes. Alright, I'm going to do a perception check to see if I see anything in the distance. Oh, with him? Yeah. You're going to have to make a persuasion check because he doesn't just listen to you. Uh, fine. He listens to Aiko. 14, we're going to see... Okay. He rolled a 13. So, uh, he'll just kind of roll his eyes and, uh, take off flying and look around, uh, in the general area. Make a perception check using his stats. His stats? Yeah. Okay, let me open him up. Um, his, his perception is fairly high, if I remember correctly. Okay. 
Wasn't expecting to use him today. I found him. Uh, his perception is... Oh, it should have gone up. I haven't updated his... Uh... Um, he would have gotten proficiency with perception and his wisdom would have gone up by four. So, um... So his wisdom would have been 14. It's a plus seven. This proficiency bonus goes up with you guys. So, so which one do I roll? Because it's not there. Just roll a, roll a d20 and add 7. Twenty-three. You look through his eyes, scouting, scouting. You then something glance, something catches his eyes. You notice movement about oh, from flying away from full two hundred foot radius. From the edge of the 200-foot radius, about 100 feet away, you do notice a humanoid just kind of standing in the center of the desert. And as you look through his eyes and start to see the vision, this humanoid is, with a, with a 23 perception, this humanoid is just kind of standing there, almost like arms to the side looking straight up at the moon and as Aragon does to go, goes to do another pass to look at him you notice eyes stare right up at you glowing red and those red eyes go from red to like a slight amberish color and they start to shift colors Eventually, they they fluctuate between like an amber yellow, like a like almost like a reptilian yellow, to like a to like a red, dark blood red, and as you fly over, you notice he's lo it's looking right at you, and it kind of like stretches its back, and it grows about two feet tall, two feet taller. And his body kind of shifts in a very abnormal way. Do you want to get a closer look? No, I'm going to drop Dragon Sight and just tell the group what I just saw. Okay. How are you waking everybody up? Because everyone's in deep sleep at this point. Uh, I'm just going to scream, big monster up ahead. <laughs> Can I have beep be an alarm clock as well? Beep, 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 beep. Roll performance oh, check. <laughs> Why would a delivery be you showing up at this time of night? 22. 22. All of you wake up to a beep, 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 beep. Yeah, Alan kind of stumbles awake because he he he's only been asleep for about an hour now. 
uh, where was my back in college? What, what's going on? What's going on? You look around. You poke his head out. Is everything okay? No, nothing is okay. There's a big monster up ahead, and she points in the direction that uh, Aragon went. Can you describe what the monster looks like? Super big, super scary, red eyes. That doesn't narrow it down, is it? A big, like, you say super big, is it like a dragon big, or is it like, a, is, there, is it tall, is it, what is it? Well, I'm small, everything's tall. Alright. <laughs> Hold on, just, just sit still real quick, and he's gonna cast Detect Thoughts on you. Do you, uh, do you try to prevent him from going into your brain? <laughs> I am 14. I am 14. I don't know what's going on, so no. Okay, uh, so he will detect thoughts. Oh. Oh, that's, a. that's a bit terrifying. Alright, hold on. Let me, uh, let me see what I can do here. And he will sit down and he'll cast, uh, Locate Animal. Let's see if that works. Hmm. Well, whatever that thing is, it is a. Uh, it is not an animal. Uh. So it's a person. It's a really. T- <clears throat> it grew. It's tall. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's a demon. Um. Let me try one other thing, and he will look down. Uh. Folks, it might be a good idea for all of you to get up. I don't know. What this thing's trying to do. Uh, let me. Elka's gonna crawl out of her tent, like, with her rapiers, like, ready to go, but also slightly drowsy. <laughs> you will cast a locate creature now. Well, let me see if this works. I'm gonna cast it with him to help him. Okay. Well, it seems like it hasn't moved much, although he is getting a little. It's getting a lot closer. Uh, Zane. I'm going to yeah. blow my cloak over. Make an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I passed. 26. 26. <clears throat> you feel a presence trying to re- breach into your mind. And... It's hard to tell what this presence is. Stealing your mind from it. However, you do get just the most subtle goosebumps down the back of your neck. And you can't help but feel familiar presence in whatever the heck is trying to get into your mind. And Alan, Alan just kind of, and for you as well, Arya, you see how, how Locate Creature works is that it's essentially a, uh, it's essentially a radar. It pings the location at, at intervals. So you feel the ping get really, really, really close, almost as close as like 50 feet away. And then you see it shoot off 300 feet away. This is this is a thousand foot radius, and then you blink your eyes, and it's fifteen feet away. 
But when you look, and Alan looks too, and you try to see this creature 15 feet away, given given the dark vision, and all of you look, it isn't there. And then you feel the ping go behind you 40 feet, and then 100 feet. And then you see it move to the east 100 feet. And it's just almost like it's teleporting all around you. And you can't figure out what it's doing. Aragon, roll a, um, roll a dexterity saving throw for Aragon. Sixteen. Let's pass. Luckily, all of you see a blast of uh, arcane fire shoot up from the desert from a point that's about two hundred feet away. Aragon's HP would have gone up. I don't know what it is. What it was. Let me check real quick before I give you total damage. Um, it's at forty nine. It would have gone up. It would be at it would be at, at his size. It would be at eighty nine, right now. Just so you're aware, I'll I'll go ahead and change. Okay. Um, I'll change that for you. There you go. Uh, Aragon gets engulfed in a fireball. Um. Okay. Well, there goes another D six underneath my desk, into perpetuity. It's never coming back. Um. Aragon takes, which he saves, so luckily he takes half. Um, that's a lot of ones, though. 18, 20, 22. Five. He takes uh, 15 points of fire damage as he's engulfed in fire damage, and he kind of, like, wavers a little bit and then kind of flaps it off and flies immediately back to you. Um, make a, uh, you're going to have to make a wisdom saving throw for him now. It's 14. Oh, boy. Um, Aragon is now frightened, but from whatever that creature is down there. Uh, Zane, make another intelligence saving throw. Eighteen. You feel a voice creep into your head. Something you haven't heard in about a month and a half. I told you I'd find you. <laughs> I'm gonna smirk a little. Bring it. And, uh... Everyone make a perception check now. <laughs> Eleven. My dice are not being nice to me today. Apparently, none of your dice are being nice tonight. Wow! Oh my rolling god! Off his ass. We we were rolled a freaking two plus nine, but so eleven. <laughs> That's a f overall failure. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. 
Alan needs what to roll. The... That's a natural one for Alan. That's nat 20. Okay, that they cancel each other. That's still a fail. All of you feel wind coming from above you. And as <coughs> as you look up, you know what you you know what this wing beat feels like. You felt it before when you're an Artemis. But as you look up, circulating lightning coming from above, you see blue flashes of like flame flicker off from about a hundred feet up. And Zane, as you look up, you can't help but look up in horror as above you is a familiar creature, but not in a, not in the same form that it took when you fought it long ago. It is now a fair, fairly large blue dragon engulfing itself down onto your camp. And as it lands, it lands, you see its feet land. But its feet just kind of go through the sand. They don't land. And with the perception check, which you actually did just succeed. Um, I misread it. Um, with the perception check, the group perception check, all of you are able to ascertain that this is an illusion. Zane, make a strength saving throw. Sixteen. Sixteen. Wow, you're... Wow. Close. You feel a grip of arcane energy swirl around you and attempt to bind you to where you stand, but you're able to break free of it. And now, as you break free of it, you stare off in the distance, and all you see, looking out of the darkness, are these shifting amber and red eyes staring at you. You're about your height level. Everyone else sees a creature six foot tall dark skin horns on top of its head black hair you see Zane you see almost the perfect replica of your friend who's standing right next to you now fully armored but he, this creature isn't armored it's just Zane without the armor but as you look closer, its body is shifting in a very unnatural way. It's almost Zane. It's very Uncanny Valley-like. And as it stops in the middle of your camp, it just stares at all of you. I'm back. <laughs> it's taken me years. <laughs> Wait. Months. To track you down. And, you? and it just kind of like its head like full 180 twists and looks right at you Ori almost like its neck is breaking and you see Zane's neck breaking it's a little off putting I'm a this nightmare <laughs> Zane thought that, that's scary and uh as uh 
as you say that, Zane, you look at it, ready yourself, and before you can blink your eyes, it is in your face, digging its sharp claws up underneath your armor. Um, does a... Does a 25 hit? Nope. Its claws deflect off your armor, and it jumps back. Tricky. Just how I like it. <laughs> Uh, everyone roll initiative. This guy's a fucking... This guy's... He's a bit silly. Uh, that's, that's a word for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a word for him. I gotta switch maps. Do we, do we need to uh, reset the turn order thing? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I gotta... Let me get rid of that. Wait, oh, I just rolled a natural 20. But, oh, oh, sorry, hold up on the... Uh, I mean, keep. I'll keep the initiatives that you rolled, but I need to... I need to change maps. Um, Jack, your camera froze. Of course it did. Is it on a funny picture? No. Does it yeah. look funny? Uh, we'll just go back to this map because apparently my other map did not load. So, you see, it was just as a good, kind of a good uh, representation of what it is. All of you see a doppelganger of Zane. Now standing right next to him, and we'll mark this by. Uh, this will be. He'll have like the little death mark on him. Okay. Um, initiative rolls. Do, do, do. Uh, why? I don't know why I typed 14. <laughs> uh. I went away for a bit. What time is it? The night pass? Or? It is currently... It, you guys have not had a long rest. Gee, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, it would have let you keep going if uh, Beef didn't roll such a enough, high perception check. Was uh, there enough time for a short rest? I'd say... Well, some of us have gotten a short rest? I'd say all of you at this point have had a short rest. So if you want to roll hit dice, you can. I'm going to do no, I just want my action surge back. All right. I think. Uh, can you delete the fifteen point nineteen? I accidentally deleted. I don't. I don't, I don't see that. There. So. Cool, 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 cool. Um, let me grab Vivra. Vivra, Las Vegas. Um, short rest. And we'll just say Vivra rolled a single hit dice. To regain his 4 HP, which he definitely would have rolled. Yeah, okay. He rolled a 4 on the dice. He's fine. Um, however, this does mean you still have the 5 temporary hit points if you didn't lose those already. Which I think all of you did, but... You know, just checking. Um, okay, we was going to roll... Initiative... Really well. Good job, Libra. Alan's going to roll initiative. Uh, we have action surge back. If you can get back from a short rest. Good. Um, okay, we're gonna go with that. Who isn't on the list? Turn. 
All right, let me see here. We got Zane. What did you roll, Measure? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I, I think mine's less than Mousy's, but I'm pretty sure she's ahead of me. Okay, Thaddeus. What yeah. Thaddeus roll? Twenty-five point two. Twenty-five. Natural. It was a natural twenty. Nice. That means nothing on initiative. No, it doesn't. It means but it means you. Means my first attack is a crit, no matter what. Uh, I mean, it means you're gonna whoop this dude's ass, but you know. Doubt. Well, there I rolled a twenty point one five. Really good roll. I have a desire for hot and peppers too. Um, Ori, you rolled a twenty-two. Aria rolled a 20.19. And it rolled, which I haven't added its initiative. Um, add turn. So, uh, is it, I mean, he's just using Zane's token. We'll use, it, use Theater of Mind, but it looks like Zane. Um, where is its token? I know I have it somewhere. Where are you? There he is. Enter. Okay. He rolled a twenty-six. Uh, descending. Cool. All right. Cue the music. That one. Okay, started it off. Zane, he uh, he lunged at you. That was his surprise round. It's now going to go into his main round. He's going to stare at you deep in your eyes, and he's going to use a... Uh, he's going to use his bonus action to use unsettling presence on you. Make a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen? Seventeen. You are now afraid of him. Yeah, unsettling presence. As his shoulders pop up out of place, and it, like, in your own visage, um, your shoulders pop. You see your own shoulders, but on him, pop out of place. His neck elongates, and your devilish horns are no longer devilish horns. They are now deer antlers coming off of his head. And he'll just smile at you with a very sharp, toothy grin. Sharper than your own, but it's your face. It's just so weird to look at. Um, he's not using his action to jump and claw at you, Zane. That is a 26. That will hit. Uh, you take... 16 points of slashing damage. Um, as he claws into you, he will smile at you. And then you'll see his arm shift outwards, almost like Luffy from One Piece. And it will elasticate and try to swipe at Ori. That's a natural 20. For a 35 to hit. 
Um, shit, dice roll. Um, luckily for you. Um, okay, that would be a... Twenty-four points slashing damage on Yori, and then he's going to take. You see one of his horns shoot out, and uh, he's going to swing down at Beep. You see, you see his horn grow unnaturally off of his body, and attempt to impale Beep. Does uh, a. I assume a 23 hits you, Beep? Yeah. Okay. You take, with that attack, let's see. Oh boy. Um, it's never a good sound to hear. You take 39 points of piercing damage. Okay, I'm still alive. As, it, as he stabs you straight through your gut with his horn. Um, Did you say 39? 39, yeah. Okay. A question here is: Where's is Beep the one at the bottom? Yeah. So, would anybody get an attack of opportunity because he has to move to make that attack, wouldn't he? No, it just grows out of his head. He doesn't move. His his horn just un- abnormally grows and stabs Beep and shoots out, almost like it has a mind of its own. Oh, it's a projectile. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, that is the end of his turn. Thaddeus, you're invisible currently as you slip your cloak over. He is currently engaged with what well, you can see multiple people. Um, not quite sure where his, where his engage, uh, engagement range is. But you are invisible. Okay, well, I'm going to basically move into a flank position and then I'm going to attack with my poisons of APR and my roll is you piece of stupid shit well you have to you have to roll the hit first what did oh I I rolled you rolled you rolled the damage yeah I'm sorry since you're invisible roll the roll, roll the advantage okay I'm just gonna roll one more time yeah you're 16 just hits him so uh, go and roll damage add okay. s- add sneak attack and add your poison damage ah, same roll before so that'd be 20 38 points of damage yeah 38 points of damage Nice. You you hit him. The poison goes in. He immediately his head. You see his antler extend out of his uh, extend back to be normal on his head, and you see his head just kind of like and this is mind you this is this is looking like Zane, right? With just a little bit of mal- malformity. You see the visage of Zane, one eighty like an owl, and turn around and look right at you. And he just kind of smiles and looks up and down at you. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That is, uh, that's your turn. Unless you want a bonus action disengage, you have that. Uh, yeah, I'm actually gonna bone. How many feet can I move in a disengage? Uh, you have your full movement, so you came. Okay. Well, no, you, you came from there, so that was that was 15 feet. So you have 15 feet more movement. Okay. So can I go here? Yeah. So you're now uh, invisible behind Ori. Um, make a stealth check because he has certain thing yeah. with advantage because you're invisible. Twenty-five is great. Yeah, you're able to sneak away, no problem. Being even being careful to not leave boot prints in the dirt. Uh, but that is your turn, Ori. You're up. I'm gonna move here, and I'm gonna attack with my axe first. Okay. Excuse me. Oh, goddamn, my hurts. <laughs> uh, 37. To hit? Yeah. No, 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 no. 27. Jesus. Sorry. I'm a little, yes, I'm getting a little sleepy. Sorry. <laughs> um, and. with your that was with your axe yeah am i negating anything yeah what's the holy damage on that uh four okay the you notice that the holy damage to, or the radiant damage does just doesn't doesn't hit as hard as you thought it would Nine damage. Okay. What's radiant? And one radiant damage. Okay. All right. He's and still. St he's taking these hits, and he does doesn't even seem like he's phasing them. Uh, can I make a perception check to see what that's about? 
Does it look sure. like it's like facing through him or? Sure, but that would be your bonus action. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Make a perception check then. Uh, 19. 19. It, it looks like it's cutting into him, but you just, you get the sense that his body, the way his body's shifting, it's just kind of hard to, it feels hard to make clean contact with him. Okay. Um, I think I'll... I will end my turn there, then. Okay. And at the end of your turn is now Vlivra's turn. What does he got working for spells here? I know I, did, I know I marked. What does he have prepared? Yikes. Um. Uh, Vlivra's just going to. Uh, Weaver's gonna cast Moonbeam on him. So I'm gonna need him to make a... Con save. Which he succeeds in. So... He takes, well, is that radiant damage or is that? Oh, you see the moonbeam hit him and it just kind of like doesn't affect him whatsoever. As the radiant beam of light shines down, um, he just kind of looks at him and smiles. Cleaver kind of nods back. Um, Weaver will move over there, just a little bit farther away, just to get a better vision of the fight. And that will be his turn. Um, Squirtle's computer crashed, and he's trying to get it back up. So for right now, we will skip Arya's turn. Uh, Alara. Um... I was literally going to use Moonbeam and then Alan used it. <laughs> but... Double Moonbeam. Another one. Um, <laughs> uh... Oh man. Okay. Um, well. Can I cast. I want to do Erupting Earth, but I'm more worried about, like, uh, Zane and Ori being kind of in the same. Yeah, so, they would. It's a twenty-foot cube, so I feel like they would have to probably make a deck saving throw to wreck the camp. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. You, that would that would be pretty much the entire camp centered so on let him. Let me just destroy the entire Earth while I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking at that first, and I was like, no. And then Alan did Moonbeam, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> uh. Sure, why why not? Um Grasping Vine. Okay. That's a uh dexterity saving throw. Right? Yeah. 
I just put it in there. It's a. Yeah, dexterity yeah, save. Uh, 18. That's a fail. Oh, what? hell yeah. He rolled the natural, Ooh. too. Yo, brother. Look. <laughs> okay. It's a concentration spell, so I'll mark you with gun. So that is a. Uh, uh, until it's finally. Oh, you can direct the vine, lash out the same creature. Alright, when you cast a spell, you cast a direct vine to lash out a creature within 30 feet. You can see. Uh, pull 20 feet directly towards the vine. So you see this little goblin girl just reach out, grab, and pull as hard as she can. Uh, and uh, he gets ripped well it says 20 feet so you rip him and because he failed he ends up on the other side of you with grasping vine and you flip him behind you that does not invoke a, a, a or provoke a, a attack of opportunity because he was being moved forcefully oh wait so I can until the spell ends, you can direct the vine to lash out the same creature or another one as a bonus action on each of your turns. Oh. Right, so you can, uh, a creature within 30 feet, you can, if it fails, you can basically force force it to move in a certain direction. So, technically, it didn't need to go that way. It could have gone that way, it could have gone, it could have gone that way, it could have gone that way. Which way, which way did you want it to go? Um... I guess more like towards the right. I guess, like, I'm trying to give like everybody else like an attack of opportunity around him instead of making him farther away. Okay. So rip him 20 feet that way? Yeah, I'll okay. there. All right, so you, you rip him out of combat with Zane and uh, Ori. However, you are able to drag him to where he's now unknowingly in combat with Thaddeus. Um, that is, you still have movement if you want to move. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably go like, can I go here? Is that enough space? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All I'm right. small. I'm right. trying to be around everybody else. <laughs> All right. Then that is your turn. Elka, coming out of your tent. Or you've already been out of your tent. Uh, you see him get ripped across the field by by this incorporeal vine. Uh, that was that is still attached to him. So what do you want to do? Um, let's see. I think I can I can totally get to him. So we're just gonna boop 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 and start stabbing. Okay. Roll the hit. I got an 18 and a 22. Both it? Sweet. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Let's go. Okay. You got nine piercing. Okay. And eight, eight ice. Okay. So 17. All right. 
And then I'm going to uh, extra attack. Okay. 11. Miss. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge. Okay. Do it again. Actually, yeah. just just like cut his fingers off. Uh, 21, 17. Both it. You just want total damage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. And... I think that's all I can do. Okay. Alrighty. Um, he's... Same thing for you. You stab into him, and it's like his body... You feel the resistance of blade touching flesh. Like any other stab you've ever done. It's just strange. It, it feels like almost like you stab into you stab into a body like you stab into any humanoid, but then as you dig deeper, it, it's like his body almost turns into like a gelatin. Just ever shifting. It's really weird. Um, okay, I'm doing math here. Uh, then that is your turn, then. So it is now Zane. Zane, it's your turn. You are afraid of this creature. So any attacks against it would be with disadvantage. You also can't move directly towards him. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna defensive field and call it today for this turn. Okay. Defensive field up. Done. Beep. Uh, can I ascertain who all is, like, the most hurt? Uh, yourself. Yeah, well, I know that. I mean, <laughs> other people. Um, everyone's kind of okay. Ori's taking some hits, and, uh, Zane has taken a hit. Okay. But uh, everyone else, it. everyone else was at full. Um. I, I will have Beep go kind of there. In a more defensive position. Okay. And I will have him do cure wounds on himself at level four. Okay. So 28, I think. Yeah, 28. Okay. Are you hitting yourself and... 28 points? I'll beat on there. Okay. Um, before we get to Alan's turn, I'll go ahead and do Arya's turn since uh, Squirtle messaged me and he thinks that it, uh, my guess is that his power strip died. Oh. So he's Rip. yeah, he's like I'm trying. I'm hitting the button. Nothing's happening. So um, that sucks. But Arya's going to kind of like gr like. Look out and lightning bolt at fourth level. Uh, okay, I guess. Deck save. 
That is also a failure. Wow, I'm rolling like shit for his deck saves. Um, so that's a 96. Wow, no ones, that's, that's a good sign. All right. Four, 34 points of lightning damage from Arya. Alrighty, so it's... Nice. He's, a uh, Officially looking... His body's starting to... What was Zane is no longer Zane. It's more of a hodgepodge um, look, look of all of you mixed together. He's trying to find his form right now. Uh, and since he doesn't really bleed, uh, that's him being bloodied. Um, it's now Alan's turn. Alan Shore. When he got flung in front of me, does that give me an attack no, of opportunity? No, it's force okay. movement. So, uh, okay. anytime someone's for, uh, anytime a creature is forced to be moved past you, it's not attack of opportunity. Good help would ask. But by magical means, that is. Um, I did, I'd have to check physical means. But let's see here. Uh, Alan is going to step out because he's he is also the one of the only other people in this world other than your group that has also dealt with this guy before. And he's and he's going to say, "Well, that's enough." And he's going to cast feeble mind on it. We're going to see if he, if he succeeds. It's an intelligence saving throw of I'll tell you in a moment. Intelligence saving throw does take 46. Wow. Okay, that's that's a six, five, four, and five. So 20 points of psychic damage. And it rolled. It has to be at a DC of 20. It rolled a 21, unfortunately. For an intelligence saving throw. Uh, wait, is it is intelligence save? Yeah, okay. Just making sure it's not charisma. Um, so he kind of shakes it off, and uh, he looks right at Alan, furious. She would do that to me. Uh, and uh, Alan will bonus action because he can do it because he's a moon druid. Uh, he's gonna bonus action wild shape. Uh, into a... That's a cool thing he hasn't wild-shaped into yet. Here. Turn to a T-Rex. Owlboyer. Uh, I don't know why I said it that way. Owlboyer. Be up to a CR3. Hold on, let me... Make him a chicken. 
Um, he can't wild shape into an owlbear. This is not. This is not uh, Baldur's Gate. Um, Why not? That's the thing okay. that can do now. Yeah, I was in the movie. Yeah. Actually, it yeah. looks now too. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. I got your back. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Alan turns into an owlbear. <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> but can we fuck him? Yeah! <laughs> and uh, Alan will run up and corner this this guy. Uh, vines still wrapped around his leg, by the way. Because that's that's a concentration for one minute. Or ten minutes. Bad guys always get fucked by the owlbears. Alright, uh, that's Alan's turn. It's now the shapeshifter's turn. He's going to use... Damn you, I just took a drink. Um, he's gonna use his... Yeah. Cherry vodka that I made. Oh. Uh, he's gonna use his action to, to use, uh... To cast Fireball at... Yeah. He'll cast it at... Using his one six-level spell. So I'm going to need Alan. It's 20 foot radius. So I'm going to need. He's going to center it on himself. So I, I'm going to need. Everybody but Aria to make a dexterity saving throw. I got this. I got this. With advantage or normal? Just a regular old dexterity saving throw. That is a failure for Alan. What? That's a failure Ow. for Thaddeus. That's a failure for Weavra. This bad oh, roll of Amusa Indomitable. Okay. That's a nat 20. Let's go. Uh, that is a uh, 25. Six level fireball would make this a 11d6 uh, fire damage. My best freaking stat is dexterity, and somehow I failed this. Yeah, you rolled an out one. That's unfortunate. Um, oh. Okay, Todd, you have evasion. Oh, that's right. You do have evasion, so you do take half. Uh, so. Okay. 10. see here. Alara, you take 44 points of fire damage. Uh, Bleaver takes 44 points of fire damage. Um, Alan in his owlbear form takes 44 points of fire damage. Owlbear's still up. Um, Bleaver's going to use absorb elements to half that. Which, uh, Alara, I think you can do that as well, just as an FYI. What is it? Uh, it's a reaction to use absorb elements if you have it prepared for the day. Or no, you're through it. It just happens. Um, 
So you can uh, you can use absorb elements as long as you have the spell slot. It halves the elemental damage. So uh, instead of 39, I'd be down to 22. And anybody who rolled over a 18, um, it's half. So oh, that, Thaddeus, and it's half for you. So Thaddeus, 22. 22 points of damage to anybody that has, that has half the damage. Can I use, I think I know the answer, my uncanny dodge with the evasion at the same time? No. They're both reactions. Um, alright. And... So, actually, all of all of you except for Alan took 22 points of fire damage. Uh, Zane, you took... Oh boy. This is tricky. <laughs> this is tricky math because you're resistant to fire and you have absorb elements. So you would have taken an eighth of 44. Whatever that is. Uh, so 22, 11, 6. 6. You would have taken 6 points. No. Because you succeeded, it brings down 22. Resistance brings it down to 11. Absorb, yeah, absorb elements. It's a, you're a 6 points of fire damage. Uh, you notice that he's a, a little worse for wear. Almost as if fire doesn't hurt him at all. Fucking tieflings, bro. Getting the flashback of Timmy when he moved himself as well. It's a fun thing to do sometimes. Uh, I was about to say, by the way, I looked at Corrigan's message. I was about to say carefully as well. How does one fuck of Albert carefully? <laughs> Dodge the beat. Um, but that's his action. He's going to use his bonus action to use Fearful Presence on everybody. Except for Arya. Because Arya is just out of range. So I need everyone to roll a Wisdom saving throw. I should have saved it for that, but... Um... That's a plus four, is that good? Alan is immune to being fear, being afraid, so that's... Oh my god. Awful rolls from you guys. Awful roll for Vivra. Jesus. Wait, what's Vivra's, uh, hold on, what's Vivra's, uh, wisdom saving? Vivra has been rolling awful all day because you've been rolling for him. Fuck off, Austin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's a 16, which is... That's a fellow player. That, which is a... Um, okay. 22... You are not afraid. Thaddeus, you are now afraid of this creature. It means you cannot... All attacks done to it is at disadvantage, and the only and you cannot move closer to him. But because you are right next to him anyways, that doesn't apply. Um, if you were to move away, you couldn't move in a direct line to him. Um, uh, let's see here. Elka, you are also afraid. Same, same thing goes. Um... Beep, you succeeded. Zane, you succeeded. Actually, you break out of your fear uh, with that 19. Wait, did I need to make one too? I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, you did. Wisdom saving throw. You said disadvantage, correct? No. Oh, wait, to attack? Yes, it's with disadvantage. Uh, 15. 
Alara, you are also afraid of of uh, him. Uh, that means that means you can't move in a straight line towards him, and any attacks done against him that involve an attack roll are done at disadvantage. Um, Alan is in, immune to being feared, so he's fine. Uh, Weaver is also afraid. Okay. Well, that's fun. Um, to mark all of you guys afraid, I'm going to just mark it blue. Just for the sake of ease. Ooh, look, that moved the mask over my face. It did, actually. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, Philly. Philly. Oh, she's got a... Philly goose. Is that heart always over her head? Uh, no, that means she's concentrating. Okay. She's concentrating on the grasping vine, currently. Um, alright, that's all of you. Um, that's his turn. Thaddeus, you are still invisible, but you are afraid of him. That means, uh, and he is engaged with others. So that means you'll get sneak attack. You normally would roll with advantage, but since you have disadvantage, it's just a straight roll. So roll once. If it hits, hits. Okay, uh, so my attack is at a disadvantage, or...? Your ro straight roll. Uh, does your, the, the disadvantage from the fear and the advantage from you being invisible okay. um, cancel each other out, so you're just rolling a straight straight attack roll. No advantage, no okay. disadvantage. 29, that hits, so... Roll, roll your... Uh... Alright, so... Okay. Man, you've been nine. rolling nine piercing damage a lot. Uh, sneak attack, fifteen. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. And nice. poison mm -hmm. is three. So fourteen, seventeen. Got it. Nice. Wait, that's not, no, that's not right. That's nine would be. I got it. Twenty. You got... Yeah, I got it. It was twenty-three. Or twenty. Sorry. 27. 27. Okay. Um, you're invisible. Uh, you can disengage from him. He is now looking straight at you. As you cut into him. Um, disengage. Is, can I stand here or is that spot taken? Uh, mark where. Oops. Uh, technically, that is that is taken by the owl bear. That is Alan right now. Yep. So disengage, move away. Um, just as a reminder, you can't move directly towards them. Just want to let you know. So you're getting yourself out of harm's way, but if you want to attack them again, you'd have to do it with a bow at disadvantage. Okay. So if I move here. You'd have to do it with a bow at disadvantage. You can't move directly towards him when you're oh, afraid. Shit. So you could stay where you're at, but you you you're gonna you might get attacked. That's fine. Okay. All right, then that is your turn, Ori. What do you want to do? Uh, Ori will move right here. Can I stand on that? Is that like? Uh, it'd be considered uh, it'd, be, it'd be considered rough terrain, so you just movement would be half if you moved out of it. So instead of moving okay. mo moving out of it would would be ten feet, not five. Actually, could I still get flank right here? Technically, With, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll stand right there then. 
And I'll take the X. Okay. Unstable ground. So roll to see if it crushed. That's fair. Your head and die. That's fair with, for a 500 pound minotaur, to be honest. <laughs> um. Everybody 32 kill. to hit. 32 to hit? Yeah, obviously hits. And, uh, I'll see. It's up to you. Yeah, that would hit. Is it fun? Hey, beep. It's the beepster. Hold on. Getting timing with me. There you go. If there was just a little bit more whiskey involved with Austin, he may be into it. Uh, 42 damage. The six of that is, six of that is radiant. Okay. Luckily, I haven't drank tonight. And extra attack. Okay. Looking hurt. Until you see, looking unstable is the best way I can describe it. Twenty-five hit. Twenty-five hits. Sorry, Mouse. Todd is taking psychic damage in real life. Yes. <laughs> I had a rough day today, so. Thirty-nine damage. One. One of that is radiant. Did you wipe poop off a man's okay. butt today? Because I did. And then. I'll do that, do that again. I wasn't. Okay. He's looking very, very, very hurt. That's uh, a net 20. I'm just... Uh, how do you want to do this? Yeah, boy. Can I roll damage? Yeah, you can roll damage. He has 3 HP left. Fun. <laughs> okay. Um, I just want to see how much I get here. Tell him to go back to his home on Whore Island. So 66 damage. Okay. Uh, how does it, I don't know how many I have ideas. Uh, what if you like take take your glaive and your axe and like go up to whatever neck you could find and go? Can I take the flat end of those weapons and like clamp his head together? Ooh, that's good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As as Ori goes to walk up to this, he's walk up to him. He's like saying, like, "No, no, not again, not not again, no, no, please, <laughs> please, bonk." Crying <laughs> like hands. Uh, yeah, uh, you watch Ori one hand both the glaive and the axe and just slam his head, smashing it. When you smash his head. You feel the tension in the air release. You watch him crumple to the ground, and his eyes, his like, his eyes go wide. His body starts to shift and change shape, and like, he like looks at Alara, looks at you, switches into like a very half-assed. Um, vision, uh, like, visage of, of Alara. 
uh, looks at you and and like in a very broken, deep deep to high voice, he goes, "Oh, Ori, please." <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, that's so funny. Lands on the shittiest helium he ever found. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna flick him off, like flip him off. And then he'll start eating him. He'll look Where's at. This? Yo, can I go piss on his leg? I'm gonna go over there and pee on his <laughs> leg. Piss on him. Yeah, Alara's gonna walk over and piss on him <laughs> while he's dying. You fucking burns. It just burns. Very strange. Yeah, Marines eat him. You you uh you you piss on his leg, and he just kind of looks at you, Alara, and then like flops out of your Alara out of his Alara form and like flops into what looks like a. Uh, a really shitty version of Ori, but much shorter. And you know, oh, Lara, please stop it. I'm gonna look at him after I, you know, air dry myself and say, go to hell and kick him right in his nose. As you kick him in his nose, he turns to dust. Beautiful. Uh, I mean, that was a very strange image that will be with him for the rest of his life. <laughs> He, is his he dust like a magical item? Is like shape-shifting dust a magical item I can take? Uh, you can attempt to, <laughs> if you want to. Uh, make a make a dexterity check, see if you can grab... grab an, And you probably have an empty jar. Just grab an empty jar and try to... Dust just a regular from, dexterity check? Just a regular dexterity check, yeah. 17. 17. You're able to scoop up what you think is shape-shifter dust, yeah. Cool. Uh, you can mark it as jar of shape shapeshifter dust in quotations. Or he's gonna snort it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sell it in the nearby town. <laughs> the first town we go to. Um, Zane, as he disappears, you hear a voice in your head. I will be back. Good luck. God damn it. And he disappears into nothing but sand and dust. Alan drops out of his owlbear form. No one could enjoy it. Yeah, no one was able to enjoy it. I didn't make my romantic check yet. Roll, roll a <laughs> None of us did a charisma check. Roll a charisma check, all of you. Fuck it. <laughs> Group charisma. I'm a child. We add that all up. Except for Alara. And Aria. Aria's, Aria. Oh my no, god. No, not save. I'm a child. I got a 20. 23. Total of, okay. But I nat 20 Yeah, well, critical successes aren't a thing here. Only a, only an insta hit. <laughs> Hell yeah, I got an 11. Okay. As Alan switches back into his furbolg form, he looks at you, uh, Elka. Are you okay? I don't <laughs> think you're okay. I think everyone needs a little. It's been a long, long day. Let's uh, let, 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 gather around, gather around, kids. And he will use his ninth level spell to cast Masculines. Or he has lost complete romantic interest now that he is not an owlbear. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to roll for a flaccid city check. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, uh, everybody, heals, everybody heals 38 points. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that maxes me out again. Well, uh, I think, uh, whatever. Uh, that fella really likes you, Zane. 
Apparently. Yeah. Zane's got his very own stalker. You really? Can you do that while I'm zaddy? Bad thing again? <laughs> oh, you mean this oh. and he'll change back into owlbear form? Can we start, can we start calling the shapeshifting guy Stan? And then he'll <laughs> he'll go from owlbear to back to furball? Is that what you meant? Yes, I think so. Ori, do you want me to ask him to do it again? Ori's heart flutters. Yes. <laughs> Alan, 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 can you do uh, just a couple more times? It just amazes me. Uh, I suppose so, and he'll he will spend five minutes switching back and forth between owl bear, grizzly bear, black bear. Or gets Polar on bear. one knee and... Does Ori need to do a sexuality check? Or or make or make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> I'm being serious. Twenty one. Twenty one. You uh. You, you keep uh. You keep your facilities intact. We'll call it. As you. <laughs> this, this isn't canon, by the way. This is a bit. Or is that it's non-canon. I made you roll. I, I made you roll a save. I made you roll a. I'll take, uh, check. I'll take the save. I'll take Canon the save. But this is a. This is, a, this is a bit. No, I made you roll a save. This is canon. Um, While he's you, doing I, that, I'm not in this episode. I'm gonna walk over and grab the frog, off of her head, and I'm gonna go set it on top of Ori's head. It just nestles right into Ori's head. Go pee, my little man. Pee. It just looks at you. Or pees on Ribbit. And that's like the topic, I guess, of this episode. <laughs> Today's episode is urination. Ori, you hear a very gentle noise, or a very gentle uh, voice in your head that says, well, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> oh, he grows on you. Does it? Norka. Yeah, yeah, it takes, it takes a few months. And he will, he'll look at, he'll, like, Froggy will jump down off of your head, down to your nose, and look you in the eyes. Does it, um, does it hurt me or something? Well, I'm sorry, what was that? Does it hurt me or something? Uh, I can ask. No, it's fine. Can they put okay. me down? Yes. He will very gently. He'll, he'll just raise his hand up, palm up, from the jump button, and he'll set him down. Thank you. And he'll hop over to Alara's head and nestle up on Alara's hair. All of you just see, or all of you just see, Ori quietly talking to a frog. I would die for that frog. It's actually Thrip. Nobody knows it yet. Beep's just not gonna go. He's not gonna care, and he's just gonna go to bed. Been actually going to an actual frog. I would assume all of you are just going to bed. Yeah, Beep, Beep is done with the charades and the theatrics. He's just going to go to bed. He no longer cares. All of I you do. Real. Alan will look at all. I'll, I'll, I'll just. Uh, I'll just stay up and watch. I gotta. I'll just sleep on the back of the Dune Bounder tomorrow. Go to sleep. Oh, but... Given that. Uh... Given that this is not technically our map tile, do we have tents here as well? Yes. Okay. Do you not see the tiny tents that I 
Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm I'm saying you reuse this tile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a camp map. I I had another map that I made, but also I completely didn't. Apparently, didn't upload it to Roll Twenty. So, whatever. Good work, Zach. That's our dungeon daddy. What I do. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, all of you do get eventually find rest. Uh, you do find a long rest. However, I'm gonna need all of you to roll a Constitution saving throw. Jesus Christ! It's just not a good, not a good day for you, there, buddy. I guess. I, I, my attacks have been good. My damage has been good, but everything else is. Uh, or your point of exhaustion does go away as you sleep. Just so you're aware. A lot of. Uh... My con saves today. Yeah, you're in the desert. <laughs> it's fucking hot out, dude. Um, we were good. Alan is good, shockingly. It's a disadvantage. Um, okay. Um, everybody but Thaddeus and Alara are good. Um, however, Thaddeus, Alara, you do take a point of exhaustion. Uh, for the very long day uh, that you ju that you just had overexerting yourself uh, Alara, Thaddeus it's because you've been drinking poison for about a week let's be real, uh, Alara it's because your body's tiny and you, it just can't handle the stress of multiple battles in a day doesn't have matter. enough cheese yeah, but you do all wake up, you do get a long rest and uh, you hop on your dune bounders um, with the uh, with the idea of making your way to Ron, um, you spend all day traveling. Uh, the sun is high in the sky. The sky is clear. Um, the wind isn't that heavy today as it has been the last few days. Um, so travel does seem a bit easier. Um, you stop to camp on your second night, uh, I'm just going to need, just for the sake of uh, potential encounter that would go into next session, if this is the case, I'm going to need, let's go with, let's go with Zane and Beep. Roll a survival check. Man, you picked the wrong guy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mine wasn't bad. It was 13. Oh, oh. Okay. Mine was 12. You're dead. Okay, good night, Lexi. See you, Lex. Alright. Uh, sorry, what was yours, Measure? 13. 13? You're able to find a small rock. Uh, not that big. Big enough to just barely hold all of you. It's cramped. Um, just barely enough room to get a tent up. You're going to end up having to sleep. Can Can I not use Leoman's tiny hut? You could. All of you would have okay, to sleep. I'll do that. All of you would have to uh, sleep within the dome. Uh, or if some of you wanted to sleep out of the dome, Alan will go. choose to sleep out of the dome. Um, it, how big is the dome? Is 20 feet or 30 feet? 10 foot radius, so 20 feet. Uh, all of you will have to pile in and sleep next to each other. 
but the I'd say this rock that you found to to put camp up is either good for a single tent or just the hut. Well, we'd all fit in the hut. You'd all fit in the hut, barely. It'd be Ori snug. Would barely fit in that. It's we can all we can all snuggle up to Ori. It's all it's all very snug. Dog pile on Ori. But yeah, you, you all watch Beep pull out his kazoo and blow just a nice little melodical tune, and you watch this. <laughs> yes, that. Um, <laughs> what color dome is it? Do you want it transparent? Do you want it to blend in with the sand? Do you want it? We'll to... make it like a tannish brown to blend in. You see a tannish uh, sphere dome pop up uh, that is fairly large. Um, you all, you gave to all of you could fit in it. Um, but if you want to sleep in there, Alan is going to uh, kind of like look at all of you. I'm going to bed. And he's just gonna like walk into the hut and flop, uh, with his uh, with his pack behind him. Or he will sleep standing up. That's how we'll solve this. <laughs> sleep standing up. Okay. He, he his horns are like poking out of the poking out of the tent or the hut. Well, the hut is twenty feet tall. Oh, I know, I know. It just, I'm just imagining it as a funny thing. So yeah, it's a it's a fairly large structure. It's just it's snug. Um, but, so all of you do eventually sleep. You get another long rest, although it doesn't really matter, other than for hit uh, hit die purposes. Um, nothing goes on in the night. Um, you're in the hut, so anything that does attempt to attack you can't attack you. Um, nothing could get in that beep doesn't want getting in into that hut so after uh after a night's rest all of you hop on your dune bounders which i guess we will roll to see if they ran off during the night they don't <laughs> tie those things down so. yeah why they run we got their food tie a cinder block to their ankles it's a really low dc if i roll a load it if I roll below a five on the D twenty, then they run away. So, you know, just there's a chance. Um, after a long day's journey, um, about an eight hour journey, seven eight hour journey, you do find yourself finally arriving at the hidden city of Ron. Uh. As you approach, you see nothing. You know that this is the general location. The gift that you spoke to said that this is where it was. And as you get closer, Sane, make an Arcana check. Twenty. Twenty. You peer through the veil and you see a dome... Much like Liamon's tiny hut, but on a much larger scale of a illusion. Miraged illusion. And as you peer through and pass through, it's almost as if, for everybody else, it's almost as if you're just passing through a curtain, and all of a sudden, a city emerges. Coming from the south. In front of you are clay-built huts uh, 
sandstone streets, uh, people of all races uh, trading, uh, conversing, uh, just living their daily lives. Um, I suppose we should probably throw up. Um, as you stumble in, the first thing you notice is a ziggurat. A massive pyramid-like four-sided structure um, that greets you as soon as you enter. Um, the map scale is a little off, obviously. Uh, but this is this this temple is hundreds of feet tall. Um, you see people coming in and out of it, and as you look closer, those people are the group of people that some most of you haven't seen before um i'm gonna say we'll go with who wouldn't know these zane and elka and thaddeus roll a nature check Another whopping big ass roll. It's not terrible. Thirteen. Thirteen. Elkin Zane. It's not that not very hard. PC. Yay. Um. Thaddeus, you have no fucking clue what these little creatures are. But what you, but Zane, Elka, what you see walking around are. Grung. Little frog-like humanoids waltzing around and walking in and out of the ziggurat. Uh, all, some of them adorned in really, like, long, red-ish-looking robes. I say long, it's really... They're probably no taller than three feet tall. Um, and they're, like, these amphibious-looking frog-like humanoids. Uh, and as you start to look around, you start to notice a pattern in this city. You start to notice that there's quite a few grung around here. Um, and it kind of shocks you because your knowledge of grung is that they're amphibious creatures and they stick to water sources in swampy areas most of the time. But to see them in the desert seems strange. Um, you do notice a few grung walking by, one of them wearing like this giant, like, cylindrical wizard hat. Um, as they wander off, heading south into the desert, um, you notice a few sporadic tiefling conversing with the grung. You notice a few gith that are sprinkled throughout the city. Uh, a few humans here and there, a few elves here and there. The, another creature that you notice that there is a large group of uh, are, uh, are goliaths, half-giants. Um, they're by all means a minority compared to the grung, but you do have noted you have noticed quite a few large humans, human-looking got people, walking through. You also do notice what look to be really large humans. Like they're almost they're abnormally large. Um, beat make a uh, make a religion check. Eighteen. 
You would know these people after many years of what Beep does uh, without trying to be vague. Um, you would recognize these people as Asimar. Descendants of gods and goddesses. Mingling with, with uh, mingling um, within the general populace of the city. Uh, the other Beep's gonna Beep's gonna look very disdainful. He does not like Asimov. Um, you would also notice that there's a f fair amount of dragonborn in this city. Um, not quite on the same level as the Goliaths or the Asimar, but they're they're present. And as you start to walk through the city and and take in the views of this desert oasis city. Uh, of Ron. Let's roll into next session. And we will pick it up next week. Hopefully. Hopefully nothing stupid happens. I may. There's a slight chance that I'll be gone. Um, family stuff. What? Slight chance. I may be able to completely dip and not deal with it. Um, but uh, chances are we'll have a session. I'll let you guys know. So. I. Killer episode. Very good. But. We can have a filler episode. Someone will take Zach's Twitch channel over for the for the week. Hey, if uh, one of you want to DM like a one shot, I'm all for it. <laughs> right now. I mean, we're uh, already we, playing we a one shot. It's called Baldur's Gate 3. Well, yeah. Monday, <laughs> Monday Wednesday, Friday, baby. Um, but yeah. No. Thank you for playing. I'll be right back. Alrighty, everybody. Let me get rid of the uh, ambient sound in the background. So Elka got to insta hit it with that nat twenty charisma. Yeah, normal. Normally, I'd be okay with it, but not not with him. <laughs> um. Anyways, thank you for watching, everybody. I appreciate all of you. Um. We'll be uh back live tomorrow. Um. With our Baldur's Gate three playthrough with Mousy Magic and King. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, this episode will be out tomorrow, Monday as well. And I plan to start posting Baldur's Gate 3 full episodes on YouTube. I think Tuesday is the plan. Um, I haven't been able to edit them for whatever. It was just, I've been busy. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. Corgan, as always, thank you for hanging out, bud. And, uh, I will catch you guys tomorrow with some Baldur's Gate, but for everybody following along uh, for uh, the Tales of Amriel, I'll catch you guys next Sunday live here on Twitch. Anyways, thanks for watching. I'll catch you guys later. Peace out.